Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Fourth Down in the Steel City, Ben Roth. We don't punt. We don't punt. We go for it. Yes, sir. And not like weird, like with the Colts against the Patriots that one year where they had like 15 guys on one side and one dude snapping it. No, we go for it and we're throwing the ball, baby. Fourth and 15. Who was that guy that, uh, who was it, Donovan McNabb threw? Was it Freddie Mitchell on like fourth and 15 against the Packers? Yeah, yeah. or you could go with the Steelers and you could go for it and throw to a kicker and almost get him killed. That's right. This isn't a fourth down in the city of brotherly love. This is right. fourth down in the Steel City. So Ben Roethlisberger's the old quarterback. Right. New quarterbacks are Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. And let's start right here, Colin. Are you like me and don't give a rip about who wins the job so long as the guy who is the quarterback can help lead the Steelers to victories? Because I really don't care who wins as long as the best option is on the field come September 11th against the Bengals. I agree with that. I agree with that uh, 100%. I do agree with... Who's third? I do care about who's third, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I don't care. Like, I look. I don't give one hell if Mitch Trubisky's a starting quarterback, if Kenny Pickett's a starting quarterback. But I do give one hell about the Pittsburgh Steelers winning football games. So I want the guy who gives them the best opportunity to win to lead this football team. Because here's the other thing too: you still have a young tight end. You still have a young running back. You have an offensive line that sucks, but there's a bunch of new people around. You have a bunch of new young receivers. You have to put someone in that job. This has been like, okay, they can make a change. They can make a switch. I think that's hogwash and garbage. I think you have to figure it out in the preseason because you need to hit the ground running, not just for this year, but potentially next year and the year after, with a bona fide, tight, core unit that's like, this is our guys. These are our guys. You're not just breaking in a new quarterback. You're you're folding that quarterback into a lot of young, impressionable offensive people. So I think you need to make a decision. And re- this notion that, oh, we could just shift quarterbacks. And maybe he plays five games. Who the hell does that? No, find your quarterback and go with it. And it doesn't matter what guy it is. I think Kenny Pickett has a shot. The... Uh, Odyssey insider Brian Baldinger said a couple days ago that he doesn't think that Kenny Pickett's going to be given an opportunity. And there have been varying opinions around the quote-unquote national media about this. 
I don't think Kenny Pickett needs to blow away Mitch Trubisky to win the job. I think if you're the guy, you're the guy. If you play better than the other guy, teammates know this. Cam Hayward knows who's going to play quarterback best. TJ Watt knows who's going to play quarterback best. Najee Harris is going to know who he wants throwing the football because it's going to push safeties back to allow him to run the football. These guys know. And so if Kenny Pickett outperforms Mitch Trubisky by a hair, so be it. If Mitch Trubisky outperforms Kenny Pickett by a hair, so be it. But I think you owe it to the other guys in the locker room, if you're Mike Tomlin, to play the best guy. And to your point, Colin, about you've got a young nucleus here that you're trying to grow with, I thought people got it wrong last year a lot when they were talking about the draft. Well, you gave Ben a running back in his final season to lean on. You gave him Pat Fryermuth an extra weapon in the middle of the field to maybe make him throw it there. It was all about the next guy. Well, the next guy is here, whether it's Trubisky or Pickett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go with that a little bit because I'm intrigued how you think these quarterbacks will fold in with those young guys. That I want to hear somebody else's opinion on this. Like, do you think stylistically it matters with Najee Harris? I think they're the same guy. It's just who's going to execute it better. I don't know that Kenny Pickett has as big an arm as Mitch Trubisky. I don't know that Mitch Trubisky's as athletic as Kenny Pickett. I don't know that Trubisky's as smart as Kenny Pickett. I know Kenny Pickett doesn't have as much experience as Mitch Trubisky. So I think you can cut it a couple of different ways. I think that the offense is going to be the offense, though. And you're just going to have to fold one of those two guys into it. The one thing I'm interested in seeing is, and this is going to sound super cliche, I'm prepared to get made fun of, but just the compete level of Kenny Pickett, at camp, you know he thinks it's his job. He has to think it's his job. And how does it affect him if and when he's not the guy right away and if he has a couple of lumps here and there? No, that's a really good – like, I want to see Kenny Pickett understand failure because he hasn't really had to withstand failure for a long time since he played Western Michigan, I guess, pretty much is what it was. Um, but no, honestly, like the guy has had a, he's been riding high. Hell, he beat Clemson. He made a throw just before halftime. That was one of the best throws you'll see on the college football season. He was spectacular. So he hasn't realized a lot of failure and he's going to be humbled at some point during camp. How is he going to see that? Uh, or how is he going to receive that? And how is he going to move on from it? One thing I do, I, I can't understand is what in the hell Mason Rudolph is still doing on this football team. Like that to me, because he is a guy that's still around and he is a guy that's still in the quarterback room. Get him the hell out of the way. What? what, I I guess he's around for an insurance policy if you go and you want to trade him or if somebody, God forbid, one of the steel, because we're always talking about people getting hurt on other teams. God forbid one of these two guys gets hurt in camp or in a preseason game. Then you have Mason Rudolph. But he serves. Yeah. He he serves – No purpose at all. And I'll say it, and I said it before. If Kenny Pickett is the third guy on the depth chart, and man, I don't, I think it's a long shot that'll happen. But if he's the third guy on the depth chart and he was drafted as your first pick in the first round and the first person at his position taken, somebody screwed up. Either he screwed up and underachieved or the Steelers screwed up and reached too much for him to be where they drafted him. He cannot go into the season number three. That's the only thing I care about. I don't care who starts, but it needs the depth chart needs to read Trubisky, Pickett, or Pickett, Trubisky, and that's the, or else it's screwed up. 
Devin Bush got a helmet. He started day one, did he not? Yes. He's a first-round pick. He's a top-ten pick. He started day one. Imagine if he didn't get a helmet. Imagine if T.J. Watt just didn't dress for games at a time. You can't have that happen with a rookie quarterback. You can't look at it any differently. And I think it's one of two things. It's either they screwed up in the drafting of him and it's draft management malpractice, or if he's the three, they still would have screwed up because Kenny Pickett didn't grab the bar. Uh, Kenny Pickett let an opportunity slip through his fingertips. Uh, Here's what I can't stand, though, Colin. Mason Rudolph is owed something by the Pittsburgh Steelers. They owe him an opportunity to compete for the job. They owe him a ride to the airport. Um, That's about it. Why would they owe him anything? What what has he done to deserve this extra opportunity? Tie the Lions? Lose to the Bengals? Bust his shoulder against the Jets? Look like an idiot whenever his face got broken against Earl Thomas? Get hit over the head with his own helmet by Miles Garrett? All the great things you can say about Mason Rudolph, if you want to try to say great things about Mason Rudolph, are all what ifs. Well, what if this didn't happen? He would have had an opportunity. What if this didn't happen? He wouldn't have he would have had an opportunity. Okay. His if ifs and what's ran out now. I'm done yeah, with them. Good for him. He got beat out by a guy wearing bright orange clothes and carrying a duck rifle around, too. So that really did happen. I, I'm done with Mason Rudolph. I think you move on, but you do hold on to him probably until you can get something back That's for him. Fair. That said, though, here, here's a very real thing enough people aren't talking about because people don't watch football practice and don't understand it enough. Every single snap he takes especially at Latrobe, is taking one away from someone else. There's a finite number of snaps, especially now under this CBA, and especially now in this, uh, in this global NBA – or NBA – in this global NFL atmosphere where they don't do a lot of stuff at camp. They just don't. There's, there's, there's fewer snaps than ever, and there's fewer team snaps than ever. So every snap that Mason Rudolph is taking, he's – taking it away from either Mitch Trubisky or from Kenny Pickett, and it's total garbage. Like, he needs to be relegated to it, – it honestly needs to be somewhere in the area of 45%, 45%, 10%. Rudolph should get 10% of the snaps. They won't structure it like that, but it should be. I do wonder why people always go back to the well of – Well, Ben Roethlisberger was third on the depth chart, and he wound up being a great player, and they really nailed that year number one for Ben. Why do people go to that well when they realize it makes the point of everybody else, Colin? The point being, they effed up by not having Ben be the starter. If Tommy Maddox didn't get hurt, you know what's not happening, I don't think? Them winning the Super Bowl in 2005, because Tommy Maddox is the guy in 04, Maybe he's okay, maybe not, but then 05 is the first season. And then the entire timeline of Steelers history is off. The only reason they win the Super Bowl in 05 is because they were lucky enough to have Tommy Maddox and Charlie Batch get hurt. And if they don't, then they made a grievous error because the guy didn't lose a game in his rookie season. Oh, I agree with you. It's You hate it for Tommy Maddox, but in a way you don't. The best thing that ever happened was that he got hurt. So – I don't know. People tell on themselves that they don't know what the hell they're talking about. 
you know, in Ben Roethlisberger, he was going to play at some point in that season anyway. I'm convinced of that. Tommy Maddox would have played his way off the field. That's true. But what it did, it expedited the process that always should have been the process. Speaking of new quarterbacks, I, I, I don't. I think this is kind of a hot take. I do enough people agree with me here. I, I think Mitch Trubisky is going to have a really good season. Like I think Mitch Trubisky is going to go out and. It's going to be simple for him. It's going to be right in front of him. And he's going to have a really good season. Does it translate to 12 wins? No. But does it translate to a winning season? Probably. And probably even a playoff appearance. That said, I I think it's going to be impossible just about to take him out. Like, I think he's going to be good. I believe in organizational stability, and I believe in talent. And Mitch Trubisky has talent. That's why he was drafted where he was. And the Steelers, for all the warts and underachieving that there's been, particularly in the Killer Bees era, they still have organizational stability. They don't lose more games than they win. They just don't. And so I think Mitch Trubisky landed in the perfect spot. I also think Mitch Trubisky was in just about as unstable a place as you can be in Chicago with a really bad head coach who belongs in Canada coaching football. And even still, he led them to the playoffs. He had the third best QBR in the league. And that season, he made the Pro Bowl. We're not going to talk about how a couple guys pulled out. But still, he can get it done. So I actually, yeah, I agree with you. I think Mitch Trubisky is going to have a good year. And before Kenny Pickett got drafted, I was on the Mitch Trubisky train. Choo-choo, baby. I think you can win games with this guy in the league, particularly with the defense that they have. Who do you think is going to win the job, though? You think it's going to be Trubisky for those reasons? Yes, I do. I think Mitch, I think Mitch Trubisky is going to win the job, and I think he's going to play very well. And I think that Mitch Trubisky, they look at as really safe. Like his mistakes won't be as bad as Kenny Pickett's potentially would be. And I think it'll be neck and neck through camp. But then I think when Mitch Trubisky gets into the real games, he'll actually be really good. He's is he a glorified game manager? Sure, he is. But that's kind of what they need. They need to get it out of his hands and use the offensive weaponry that they have. Little play action, little rollouts, things they couldn't do last year with the crotchety old man at quarterback. I have a question for you because this became a real issue last year, which was the attendance toward the end of the year and that people weren't there a lot and that people are looking. Art Rooney's looking around going like, where the hell is everybody at? Uh, Art the two. Do you – what do you think the excitement level is for these Steelers? Because I've been thinking about that quite a bit. I don't think the expectations are through the roof, but I think the excitement factor is high, which usually is not the way that that jives in Pittsburgh. Is it as high, though, if they go down and watch Trubisky play as opposed to Pickett? Like, is the excitement level for Pickett? And if he's not playing, not that people won't show up, but it's – it's different. They, they're they excited because they think they're going to see Pickett. If they were 5-2 and two with Mitch Trubisky and they're grinding by, people are happy. They're not excited. If they're 5-2 and two with Kenny Pickett at the helm, people are happy and excited because there's a little nostalgia 2004 kind of feel. So I do think it matters. I also think because we don't know the order of these guys playing in game number one at Acrisher Stadium, yeah. I think it's going to be a pretty doggone big crowd for a preseason game in that one. I love preseason crowds as an aside because it's always 
the lady at the office got tickets from her boss because it's the game he doesn't want to go to and sit in 170 degree heat. And then her husband and the other people don't want to go to the game. So she gave them to her neighbor. And it's the one guy who's never been to Heinz Field, Acrisure Stadium. Nobody's really been to Acrisure Stadium. And so they go down and they act like bozos and they've never been there. And it gets wild and they drink 400 beers for a preseason game. And they're not prepared for the heat and the sun that just melts them. And then they, it's just preseason crowds are preseason crowds are everybody that watches that old Steeler trivia show that was on at like 1135 after the news. Yes, it is. And that office lady that you bring up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After every score the opposition puts on the board, she turns to her husband and goes, oh, can you believe it? Not understanding that this game just doesn't mean jack crap. Right. And Tomlin should be fired. Speaking of which. Fourth down in the Steel City rolls on, Colin, and I asked the question, what does Mike Common need out of 2022? 